We want to start with you from the very beginning to the latest. What's happening now? Um, I mean, right now I'm wrapping up basically my second EP. I was supposed to actually be heading to Europe in a week to do some writing sessions and stuff and just finish everything up over there. Yeah. But unfortunately, the world is relocking down. So I kind of have to do everything through Zoom again and uh, finish it up here in the U.S. But yeah. I'm hoping to get that released, I think, in the end of February. End of February? Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, Zoom's not bad. You know, we're on Zoom now. I definitely, like, make shit happen for sure. Like, definitely it was, productive. it was a hard adjustment, though, in the beginning. Because, you know, like, in a writing session, there's something about being in the room with people that you just don't get when you're on Zoom. Right. Like, you can't feel people's energy. You just kind of have a screen and you have to, like, vibe off of nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what does Courtney Page need to, you know, secure the writing session to make sure it's a vibe? Like, you got to have a drink, smoke. You got to have your friends with you. You got to be solo, just pen and pad. What's that's the vibe for you when you're writing in the studio? So I literally write everything on Apple Notes. I don't use pen. I don't use paper and nothing. It's all like Apple Notes. I don't use Google Docs, none of that. It's yeah. Apple Notes in my phone and me and the other writer or the producer and that's uh -huh. pretty much how I do it. I don't drink or smoke when I do writing sessions because, I don't know, I want to have like a clear head, you know? True. Yeah. yeah. I want to make sure that not only is it structurally correct, but that I'm giving the best material that I can. And God forbid I do a session, I don't know, after like having a couple of drinks and then I go back the next day and I'm like, what the did I just write, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to do that. That's true. Um, well, uh, let's get to like modeling. I know modeling was like a big, you know, starting point in your career. You were on the 23rd season of American Idol. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> yep. It's so weird. Cause maybe because of the pandemic, it feels like it was a long time ago, but yeah. realistically that was not that long ago. It was really not. It was like, what, three, three and a half years ago? Yeah. Would you do it again? I would do it again. I would do it again. If they had an all-star season like they've had before and I got invited, I would do it again. And right. I would do it very, very different. That's crazy. Yeah. Was there like a reunion? Are they going to have a reunion? Probably not. I think the show is pretty much done. Where, where? But who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll be like... 10 year reunion but by then I'll be an old lady so like you know <laughs> yeah you placed like fourth or something like that as far as like you know the the place that you held while you're on the show so you're like the fourth contestant so do you still keep in contact with any other contestants from there or? I the only two people that I've kept in contact with a little bit um is Tatiana and India Where? everybody else I don't talk to at all but I know that most of them do live in LA um I think we're just like you know different paths and stuff like that facts how are Tatiana and India doing Tatiana seems like she's doing great um <laughs> India too India blew up with the modeling she's killing it she's killing the modeling <laughs> 
I kind of miss it sometimes just because it's easy money, but yeah. it wasn't creative enough for me. I didn't feel like I was making art. I felt like I was just being used as art, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I didn't have creative control, basically. Mm-hmm. Facts. Well, it seems like you're still incorporating it in your music career, you know, for your releases and things like that, which is hella cool, hell to keep up with. Like, let's talk about the transition, you know, from music to modeling. What's, what was like the big difference for you? And how did you adjust? The biggest difference for me was being judged on something that's not based on my weight or the way that I look like when I quit modeling I finally was able to you know paint my nails black and get tattoos and dye my hair crazy color cut it all off and dress the way that I want to and when I was modeling I couldn't do that I just felt like I was a suffocated version of myself like I wanted to represent who I am through the way that I looked but I couldn't do that and with music I can do that. I don't need to worry about being a stick figure and I don't need to worry about having a natural hair color. I could just do what I want. And the only thing that really matters is what I'm putting out artistically rather than the way that I look. Right. Granted, of course it, you know, you have to look presentable a little bit. Like I can't be walking around with a trash bag, but (laughs) (laughs) you know. Hey, artist subjective, trash bag, shorty had a flashback <laughs> swag <laughs> that's lit yo so um yeah I think one of the things that made you a fan favorite was like just being able to like be open on the show you know you opened up about like your health and everything and growing up with scoliosis so I mean for any inspiring artists out there or models who you know are diagnosed with that like what advice would you give them And how was it for you coming out and being open about that? I mean, when it came to modeling, I think having the scoliosis surgery was definitely like a hard thing because scars, I mean, you know, even just a couple years ago, like having scars or differences wasn't really accepted. I feel like really it only started being a thing in the past year and a half, two years. And I was constantly, you know, having jobs given away because I had a scar on my back from having scoliosis surgery and things like that. So, Mm. yeah, it definitely paved the way for me to be a little bit more resilient, I think. Yeah. Um, And then also when I got into music, I kind of just was like, well, fuck it. I don't need to be perfect. Like, that's not what I'm being judged on anymore. That's facts. That's facts. How are you doing now? How's your health now? You want My health is good. I mean, I still am allergic to the world, but like, what can (laughs) you do? You know, like you get an inhaler and you get some allergy shots and you call it a day. (laughs) Facts. Yep. I have cats and I'm allergic to cats. So like really, <laughs> we're just living on the edge at this point. <laughs> That's lit. What kind of cats do you have? They're all rescues and they all have weird names. So we've got Shabuba. Mm-hmm. Shabuba. Mr. 
Shabuba, Mr. Cookies, and String Bean. <laughs> That's hilarious. So yeah, yeah. Where, do you, where do you get these names from? <laughs> I don't even know. I've had String Bean for 12 years, uh, Mr. Cookies for four years, and Shabuba for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Lit. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I'm a cat <laughs> guy too. I have a cat named Gizmo. It's British Bombay. Oh, cute! What kind yeah. of cat? Oh, it's a British Bombay. You know oh, what kind wait. of cat is that? What kind of cat is that? No, it's just a, a fancy word for all black cat. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, Damn, a, I know nobody, it sounds like a real fancy. But... Nobody knows the breed of of the all black cat. They just call it. A, it's all black cat. No, it's a British Bombay. You know, that's what like, the hell? That's the breed. So, yeah, let's talk. Let's get back to the music. Um, one of your songs that's doing numbers right now is "Sick for You." Um, yeah, that's doing like you know hella streams and views. So let's just talk about like the the process of collaborating and making that hit. So with that song, what's really interesting is, um, you know, I wrote it and top lined it. So it's not technically like my song. Um, it was a collaboration between me and then uh, these three other DJs. Two of them are in a group together. And then the other one is a solo person. And they all are from Brazil. So there was yeah. like a language barrier with that. And we're all like talking on WhatsApp, basically um, trying to communicate. And we wrote it over the pandemic and then got everything together. And I basically, it took a couple of months to get everything like perfect. Um, uh -huh. And then they like registered it with their distributor and we released it. And I actually wrote it with uh, this girl, Hannah, who I co-write with a lot. So she helped me write it. And then oh, we top I top lined it. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys a group now, Call Wolf Player? Or is that one of the DJs and it kind of just like a collaborative? Project? It was a collaboration. So it's like... Um, when you hear vocals on an EDM track, usually, you know, that's a top liner. So it's somebody that either wrote the song and sang over it, or it mm. was already written and they sang it. Um, so it's the DJ's track, but then mm. the writing stuff um, is usually your own. And obviously, like, you'll sing on it as well. Lit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about your latest, like, single project, uh, Self-Medicate, it's titled. So um, what was it like putting out that? Honestly, a huge relief. All my music that's coming out is so much more me. Yeah. Um, I feel like the previous EP, it was like a stepping stone for mm -hmm. more experimental music that I want to make. Yeah. Um, this next EP, it, every was, song is different. Was that Forever Dream or Fever Dream? Fever Dream. Yeah. yeah. Fever Dream was like the safe EP. Or, why are you planning to say? Was it like you're coming from TV, so you're still like a commercial, <laughs> and you're like, "Hi, I got kids following me. I can't like talk about what I want." Or no, because I, I wanna, I wanna, you know, balance the line of being commercial but also doing my own thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like my my dream is to get signed by a big label, Thanks. and if I want to go for a big label, I have to play the big label path. Yeah. But I want to be able to do that in my own way, which is why this second EP is going to be a little bit more grungy, experimental, darker mm -hmm. lyrics. It's, yeah, it's definitely more me. 
Facts. Yeah, that's lit. Talk about your situation now, because obviously you build a fan base up. Um, I'm sure you you keep in contact with label executives. They're knocking on the door. So, like, what's your label situation now as far as, you know, distributing, publishing? Oh, I'm fully independent. Fully independent. I am with a Symphonic Distro for distribution, and they've been awesome um, for right. this. This is my first release with them. Um, but other than that, I'm fully independent. I am my own manager, my own label, my own marketing team, my own creative director. I am just <laughs> solo person over here. <laughs> dope. I mean, it's, it definitely can tell. Like That's why you got that mainstream look when it comes to your visuals, your music videos. What's the process like making your music videos? Um. Well, I have, when it comes to like, how do I explain this? So from writing to music videos, I kind of come up with the idea for music videos as I'm actually in the studio writing the song. Cause I have this um, thing it's called hypo. I don't know how to pronounce it. Hypo fan- Fantasia or something. Mm-hmm. Basically you think in very vivid imagery, like mm-hmm. extremely vivid imagery. So when I'm writing, I get like whole movies in my head, which not only helps me write the song, but it helps me come up with like what I want to do after the song's out. So I'll usually have like somewhat of an idea that probably happened while I was writing the song. Where? Yeah, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely lit. I can't wait till you like make a whole like soundtrack for your movie. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) Have you gotten into that, like, film? Um, I've acted before. I did a couple of, like, um, indie films over the pandemic. Um, I actually booked a movie role over the pandemic, but it got pushed back because of the pandemic. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. We were supposed to actually go to Europe to film it. And Europe's now closed, so. (laughs) What kind of role are you playing in the movie? Um, I believe it's like third or second lead. It's a pretty big role. It's a lot of lines. Yeah. A lot of lines. I had five auditions over Zoom. That's insane. What type of character are you playing? Are you playing a model or a musician or a creative at all? I don't know if I can talk about it. (laughs) What's like your what's like your dream character to be in a movie? Would you be like superhero in a Marvel movie or would you be like a drama character, horror character? You'd be like a, a serial killer or something, you know? I love horror movies, so I would love to star in a horror movie, but I think my absolute dream yeah. would be to be either like an angsty character that's like kind of darker or a Marvel character that's also on the like edgy dark side something that's all obviously like similar to me and not too far off that's hard what would you be your, what would be your superpower and like as a marvel character i think shape-shifting shape-shifting that's shape-shifting hard. yeah or mind reading mind maybe reading. both <laughs> for sure i haven't heard that one before that's lit have you seen the new venom movie not yet when did it come out it came out like 
a couple weeks ago and I still haven't seen it, but it looks really good. Yeah, I've seen highlights. It does look good for sure. Probably check yeah. out some movie clips after this on YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've uh I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately. So, Do you feel like you've been like burned out from watching stuff? Because ever since the pandemic, I feel like I'll sit down to watch stuff and I'll just feel burned out after like two episodes. True, true. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I enjoy scripted series to where it's like, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like, I like I like reality. Series. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of reality TV stuff too on Netflix as well as those documentaries. I try to switch it up, but I think you, that show you, like, I could see you putting off a role in there. Like, you seem like a, have you seen you on Netflix? I love you. I love it. It was such a good show. I also really like um, The Sinner. Have you seen that? I haven't seen The Sinner yet. What's that about? Okay, you have to watch that show. It is a mind trip. It's not a horror. It's not a horror, like, genre. Is it it based on a true story or what? No, but it is kind of like mystery slash crime slash you don't really understand what's happening till the last two episodes. And then you're like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's lit. Yo, so Courtney, I got a, a series of questions for you. I'm going to ask okay. and just answer them with short answers to the best of your ability. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first question is smash, marry, kill. And you got to smash one, marry one and kill one. And okay. your nominees are Harry Styles, Charlie Poof, or Post Malone. <sighs> Kill Charlie Poof. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Harry Styles and marry Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Post Malone live at Lollapalooza. That man is the nicest person I've ever seen interacting with the stage people, the crowd. He seems like such a kind soul, just yeah. very nice. And he was so good live. I was just like blown away by his performance. That's lit. Yeah, Posey <laughs> definitely does seem like a genuine guy. Exactly. That's why you marry the genuine ones. The hot ones, you don't marry them because they don't end up treating you right. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles, Charlie Pooh. Yeah. So I'd love your... to work with Charlie Puth, but if I had to murder one of them, I'd probably murder Charlie Puth. <laughs> <laughs> Where? So, what's your favorite social network? Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. TikTok for entertainment, Instagram for business. Where? Mixed Snapchat. Tape? I don't even have one. <laughs> Mainstream or underground music? Ooh. both yeah mixtapes or albums mixtapes podcast or radio radio majors or independent independent festivals or raves oh i'm a rave baby so i where what's your favorite rave my favorite rave they like lightning in a bottle or I, I went to Wonderland. the second I went to lightning in a bottle when it was like really 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 small um EDC my first EDC was in 2009 so oh. yeah 
Yeah. OG. Fuck. I, I'm going to have to say festival. Where? <laughs> What's your favorite festival? Y'all go with Coachella? You said La La Palooza. was like, you've been there, so. You know, it's funny. Every time I say I'm not going to go to Coachella again because I, I didn't <laughs> like the energy or the vibe, I end up going the next year. So <laughs> I, I don't, I, it's a love hate thing with Coachella. Facts. Yeah, I've been there like four times. Like four and me too. Times. And every time I'm like, I'm never going back. That was a waste of my time. And then I'm like, oh, Coachella's coming. I think I'm going to go this year. Facts. <laughs> uh, Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. I should have said Golden State or Lakers. Lakers. You're, Francisco, <laughs> right? you're, rocking, you're rocking with Golden State and San Fran. No. <laughs> is that where you're at right now? Or are you in LA? No, I'm in LA, but I'm from uh SF. Yeah. Right. You still go back sometimes or for the holidays, pandemic? I love my city and I miss it a lot. So I do try to go back. Um just to like, I don't know, it's a nice break from LA to be honest. <laughs> it can right. be pretty hectic over here. Plus I live in Hollywood, which is <laughs> bussing with crime <laughs> yeah and right now it's it's something else right <laughs> um weed or liquor Ooh. i don't i don't smoke um because of singing so yeah. probably liquor where what's your favorite type of liquor you like like cognac or tequila Light i like dark. rum you like rum i do sure. i like rum yeah rum is nice soda or juice juice take out or dine in dine in tattoos or piercings depends on if it's on me or not mm, tattoos <laughs> I don't see any like visual tattoos on you right now. How many tattoos I have, do you have? So I I have the biggest one that I have is my my arm doesn't go that way. It's that's the Gucci snake right there. No, it's not the Gucci snake. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Gucci snake. Similar, but not the Gucci snake. Um, right. But that's my biggest tattoo that I have. I actually. Uh, all my tattoos are kind of spur of the moment, but meaningful. Like I went yeah. to a party and there was a tattoo artist doing like flash tattoos. And I was like, hmm, okay, might as well. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, got that one. That's lit. What has like the most sentimental value to you? Um, Probably this one that again, I can't twist my arm, but um, it says the light in French. Where? Designer or casual? Casual. That's crazy being a model. I mean, you must try on like designer stuff all the time. It's probably uncomfortable. What's the difference? You know, you've been a model and have a history. Um, I mean, I, I like designer clothes, but I also like to be comfortable, you know? Do I you like know to be any, like, <laughs> bags. You like the fall clothes? winter clothes I do I do I think that's because I grew up in the cold I'm like oh yay sweater weather I love this Hell yeah. 
when it's hot out i'm like what the hell do i wear like i don't understand how to dress this way (laughs) (laughs) night or day Mm. day how to go both shit (laughs) i don't know probably daytime i like my favorite time is probably like I'm never really up at this time. Obviously, that's too fucking early. But if I could make myself wake up, it's like right before the sun rises when the world is very quiet and things are very still. That's my favorite time. Like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. I love that time. Well, you like to be productive then. What what do you need to start (laughs) your day? You drink your coffee or what? Take a morning run? Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, probably like stretch a little bit, morning coffee, wash my face, um, turn on. I don't meditate. I do a gratitude book. um, And I also turn on like coffee shop style jazz music or um, classical in the background while I'm like getting ready for my day. (laughs) Hot or cold? Cold. Condor house? house uber lift lift (laughs) money or fame (laughs) i want to help people like that's my biggest goal in life is to like make enough money to just walk up to somebody and change their life facts are you are you involved in any like organizations or foundations or anything like that um prior to the pandemic I was volunteering a lot um now a lot of places aren't really doing that as much um what were you volunteering for there was a there's big heart ranch which is volunteering with animals uh that like basically needed rehabilitation or um that's something noble to do What's like retired retired <laughs> animal actors <laughs> um what's your favorite animal my favorite animal is actually a whale and a flamingo i love flamingos and i love whales where what's your favorite whale species blue whale the blue whale blue whale uh, <laughs> yeah the beluga whale and the the killer whale or is that called the orca is it the killer whale but it's those the two, the ones that the one that's in SeaWorld. Yeah, the orca. Orca, yeah. That the sad hill. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, one way is a round trip. One way. Where relationships are single. Single until you're in a good one. Where what's your relationship status right now for the you know the guys that's tapped in? trying to slide in the dms with courtney was um relationship status status is dead inside do not slide (laughs) dead inside do not slide (laughs) so you're not replying to dms right now um and i if it's for work sure (laughs) yeah um no i'm i'm so focused on like my career and stuff i just I just really want to like hyper focus on what I need to do to like make it you know facts facts uh where you see yourself in five years 
I see myself living in a very big house with a Grammy and a plaque and either going on my second tour or starting my first big world tour. Now that Grammy could be for songwriting or an artist or as an artist. I literally in the back, that thing right there, you might not be able to see it. It literally says, I will win a Grammy because that's how much I want a fucking Grammy. Facts. Yeah. As a musician, (laughs) as a musician, that's like the top accolade right there for sure. Yeah. I mean, even as a songwriter, you know, because I am also a songwriter, like, yeah, that's, that's the goal. It doesn't matter how I get it. I just, I want one. What's like your favorite song that you've written so far? Um, favorite concept is a song that's coming out called Bury It. Favorite lyrics wise is probably Senses. Word. That's lit. Let's put out in the universe who you want to write for. What artist can you see telling your story, spinning your lyrics? Mainstream. Mainstream. All right, let me give you three. Okay. Billie Eilish, uh, Taylor Swift, or Cardi B. Billie Eilish or Cardi B. <laughs> For sure. All right. Yeah. Now, who are you thinking? You just got to say one person. I was going to say James Blake, but James, James Blake, Blake, I don't think, really writes with a lot of people. Neither does Billie Eilish. She doesn't really write with other writers. But yeah, you never seen... know. Things could change. Miley Cyrus would be cool to write with. Where No, that'll yeah. be lit for sure. Yeah, I've seen her documentary. I think it's on Netflix. But she only mm-hmm. has, like, her cousin or something. The guy who plays the guitar and their sessions. Yeah, it's just them two yeah, in that's the session. her brother. She doesn't, brother. she doesn't write with other people. That's crazy. Yeah. I personally like as an artist I like being open to writing with other people because even if you think that you can come up with the best song possible having that other brain that other perspective with other life experiences other than your own just can add so much more to the song you know like that's a whole other being with a whole separate life and a whole separate thought process that can add to what you're writing Thanks. Where so Courtney Page Nelson, you uh asked <laughs> a series of questions. Um for those who are just now tapping in, let's shout out any social media, any upcoming projects you got going. Let's hear it. Okay, so all of my social media is the same name. It is my full name. It is Courtney Page Nelson. Page is spelled P-A-I-G-E, not like the page in a book. <laughs> um And upcoming projects, I have uh, that song, Bury It, that I was telling you is my favorite concept. That's coming out uh, probably beginning of February. And then uh, that full EP is either end of February or beginning of March. And it's it's very different from what I've made. And I'm excited. Very excited. That's lit. (laughs) We're excited, too.